0: Okay, team. I have some good news and some bad news. The good news is that I'm here and you're about to hear an awesome podcast. The bad news is that Ryan is not here. Um, Life is pretty crazy for him right now. He has taken on helping my dad completely renovate this crazy house that needs a lot of help, all the help it can get. And so he's over there as in addition to working at Earl's. And so he's just busy, 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 and didn't even have a second of his life to devote to this, but I did. So here I am in the sauna by myself, and it's still going to be awesome. So we're going to do an episode this week that kind of follows up with our last week's episode, talking about sleep Um, because I kind of put a note when I posted it about some moms who might listen to that podcast and be like, you know what? I feel so sad about this because I just can't sleep right now. Like there's, I'm trying as hard as I can to get my babies to sleep and they just won't. Um, and there's so many of us, regardless of our life situation that are in seasons of our lives that make it really, really hard to accomplish the big goals that we see for ourselves, and I hear this all the time from you know that the teenagers that I work with saying things like, "Yeah, I have all these um, goals and ambitions, but after this awesome camp that we do together, we're gonna go home, and you know what? My uh, our home lives aren't necessarily the best, and for these and these reasons, it's gonna be really hard." to keep up with the expectations that I've set for myself. And you know what? That's legitimately hard. There's so many times in our lives that are going to be like that, that are just going to get us down, make us feel like it's never going to happen and it can't happen. But I have good news for you. In those situations, there are some strategies that you can use, and we're going to go over them right now. So the first one is when we've already talked about when we talk about minimalism and that is to get rid of the stuff that isn't adding value. So in those seasons of your life you need to really cling to things that you can do and you're not going to be able to add anything if your life is already just ridiculous. So it might be just something small. It might be something that you can cut out five minutes, ten minutes here. Maybe that's spending less time on social media. Maybe it's, um, I mentioned one of mine was to uh, get rid of makeup. It was like a tiny amount of time in my day. But it just took a little bit of pressure off so I could devote time on other things. Okay, so it can be really, really small. Um, But that matters. Get get rid of the things that don't matter the most to you. But sorry, a caveat to that is don't try to do more than one at once. Just pick one, just pick one thing that you want to get rid of in your life because that's going to leave room for the next section. So the next section is when you're in these seasons of your life, when life is just getting you down, when it is beating you up, Um, whether that's due to health issues or uh, I'm renovating my house right now that's really hard there's just so many different ways that life can be seem impossible and when that happens it's really really important that you either remember your long-term goals or that you make them why is it important to have long-term goals well In these seasons, um, they kind of represent maybe a dip in our productivity if we're looking at it like a graph. Um, But if we're looking at our productivity over the average of a year or two years or five years and we've kept that long-term goal in the forefront of our minds the whole time we're in a crisis situation, guess what? You're going to pop back up. You're going to get back up there and you're going to keep going. Um, But if you don't have a goal, it's really easy to just stay in that dip and to never climb out of it. So long-term goals, super, super important. And I really like, I keep mentioning Rachel Hollis. I am an addict for her things right now. Um, Her podcast is so great. If you haven't heard it, um, go and check out her Rise podcast. I love it and um i really like her 10 10 1 rule um that she shared recently which was that you um you focus on the goals that you have in your life that you would want to have within 10 years and then you pick the one just the one again not All 10 of them, because that's overwhelming, and especially in a season of your life that's hard, that's just simply not going to happen, you pick one of them that's going to make the greatest change, and you focus on that. Right now, my one goal in my life, um, I started this before I heard her podcast, but it definitely fits along the lines of her strategy, which is to wake up early in the morning. It's so simple. And you know what? I do it about 30, 40% of the time right now. Um, I am not perfect at it at all. It is a rough season of my life in so many ways. I have a little girl who's in our bed a lot of the time. She was doing great. And then we um, needed to lay down new wood floors and we still need to sand them. And so her bed is now in our room which has meant that she's now migrated to our bed for the majority of the night as well. And it's just, it's sometimes really difficult to get up in the morning, partly because if she's laying on top of me and I get up, then she's going to get up too, and that's really demotivating. Um, But because it's a long-term goal, it doesn't matter that I do it 40% of the time because I know that I'm going to do it eventually. Eventually. Because it's so important to me. And because I only have really that one main goal in my life. Then it's easy to give myself a lot of forgiveness with it. And realize, you know what? It's it's going to happen. I'm doing better than I did last month. And... Well, that's not true. I'm doing worse than I did last month. All my kids had the flu. But you know what? The point is that... Um, that you just really, really have that focus, and i I love the the way of saying this, which is don't quit your daydream um so sometimes that goal all that is on those days where it just simply is it feasible for you to achieve that goal all that is is a daydream, and if you just don't quit thinking about it. And wanting it, and doing as much as you can to show up for that dream that you will get there, and I love that, so that 's the cool thing about long term goals, whether you're a fifteen year old who's living with a crappy home life and or parents who just don't see where you 're at or understand what you want to do with your life that 's okay because if this is a ten year goal, guess what you're going to have time to do that after you've moved outside the home, but hopefully you've made steps, small steps, to work towards that and fed that dream and given fire to those expectations, at least in every way you can, before you have that opportunity. Another great example of this situation where we sometimes feel halted in our ability is in marriages where you know, at one spouse feels really fired up to do something and the other doesn't and you feel like, you know, I just don't know how to do this fully without my spouse being on board. Don't quit your daydream. It applies to that situation as well. Um you know what you might not be able to do it right now to the fullest extent of it, but do what you can to feed that and years later, if you're talking in 10 year increments, there's a good chance that your spouse is going to start to catch that vision. If it's worthwhile enough to you to kind of keep going with it and to keep feeding it, then they'll start to see it too, which is really cool. So next point. So a really important part of this, when we're in a slump, when we Don't see any way out or in the trenches, however you want to look at it, is to focus on what you personally can control. Um, That's so, so important because I don't know if there are any other list makers out there. I find a lot of power in lists sometimes when I feel myself getting a little stressed about something or feeling like things are just completely out of my control to sit down and write down the things that I can do right now to help with whatever feelings of overwhelmed is going on is so valuable. And sometimes I find that they fit into that category of I can do that in two minutes. I can cross something off that list right now and I'm gonna do it. And that's one more thing that I don't have to stress about. And then another great, this is a strategy from my grandma actually. Um, a great way to do this too is in a kind of like table form, um, to put a line down the middle of your paper, and on one side you write the things that you can control that are bothering you, and then you write on the other side the things that you cannot. When you're finished writing that list, you can rip your paper, (laughs) And you can, either metaphorically or in reality, you can just rip up the side that is the things that you can't control and let them all go. Because you are not doing any good to the world and you are definitely not doing any good to yourself or to the people you love or anything like that, focusing on things that are completely beyond your control. You're just not. It's a silly, silly silly thing to do to focus on things you can't control and yet we do it. I do it so much of my day. So, um don't be afraid to stop yourself and make that little table. It is a really valuable tool. Okay. So, last point. Our last point here is to celebrate your successes and This is a point that I wanted to spend a little more time on because I've just been really wondering if I do a very poor job of this lately. Um, I don't know if anyone out there feels like this as well, but I kind of feel like sometimes life is a little bit anticlimactic, you know, um. Like, sometimes I just want to be a little bit surprised by success, but that doesn't ever seem to be the way it works. You know, I feel like to achieve anything, you really work pretty hard at it, or you put in enough time that the outcome is almost pretty obvious every time. It's just the obvious mathematical result of what you put in to any given experience or project or whatever it is. And oh, sometimes I just want to be like surprised by some level of success. Maybe that's why people play the lottery. I don't play the lottery because they just want like that surprise in their life, like surprise money or surprise success or surprise something. But I found over and over again that that is just not the way it works. It does not, life does not work in surprise success almost ever or surprise anything I just know exactly what's going to happen and so I feel like it's really hard sometimes to be like over the moon excited about anything when it's just kind of um, like yeah I earned that obviously that was going to happen so I had that little experience the other day in the ice cream store that I shared last week yes last week where I just felt like there was a little bit of a change in the way I was kind of celebrating those moments with my kids and enjoying them and that people really reacted to that. They really, they felt like they wanted to be on my team because I was just so happy about what was happening, even though it wasn't happy. It was not your average happy situation. If you didn't hear last week's po- podcast, my uh, two-year-old peed all over the picnic table at Costco while we were eating ice cream. All over it. Um, but I'm just really curious as to what we can do as people, whether you're a stay-at-home mom like me, whether you're um, yeah, in high school, I feel like those are like the two examples I always revert to, Um, but but there's just got to be more that we can do to celebrate everything that's going on in our lives, to celebrate our small successes. Um, I had an experience uh, this week where I have a little bit of a wager, I guess you could say, with my husband, and the... I don't know if that's a wager. I'll just explain it and then you can you can fill in the gaps. But the idea is that he has said that I'm generate $4,000 in revenue by the end of May, like extra cash that we wouldn't normally bring in. No, sorry, by the begin, by May 1st. That's my deadline. Then he won't do this other work that he normally does in the spring and which I've been kind of pushing him to not do. Anyways, I don't know if you guys ever do stuff like that in your marriages, but that's something that came up and I have so far made $0 towards that 4000 and so he was kind of like pushing me a little bit, being like, hey, when's that going to happen? And I said, it's none of your beeswax, get off my back. Sort of thing, and I was like, "I'll get to it when I get to it." You know, I'm a procrastinator, but I also tried to say that. But you also know that I get stuff done, and he did not believe me that I get stuff done, and did had no faith whatsoever that I was going to achieve this goal. And then, I don't know if I should be sharing this on the podcast, but there's like ten people that are going to listen to this, so it's okay. But, um. Then he said to me, he said, um, and, oh, I, sorry, I said, I always achieve my goals. When have I never not achieved my goals that I have set for myself? And he said, name one goal that you've achieved in the last five years. Ooh, mm, And I didn't like that. And I think he didn't, I think he was in a bad mood so, we won't hold it against him too terribly bad. But the interesting part of him saying that wasn't him saying that phrase of like implying that I haven't accomplished anything in the past five years when my oldest child is six. And so, like, during that time period that I've basically been rudderless was his implication. And then I responded. This is the interesting part. I responded by saying, "Why would you restrict that question to the last five years?" And then I immediately immediately thought, "Why did I say that? I just just I was just backing up his own assumption instead of saying sticking up for myself and saying, you know, I've." accomplish a lot of goals but I okay from that experience I realized two things number one number one is that I probably could have been clear with my goals in the past five years both to him and to myself and number two that I clearly don't value the goals that I have achieved as much as I should, if that was my response, if I was, if I wanted to immediately look back to, like, oh, look at the de- look at the double degree I got with no student debt, and look at um, what I had to do in order to do that, and how I biked to the north side up a hill every single day to do rotating twelve-hour <coughs> night shifts. Those are the things that came into my mind when I thought about achieving goals. I didn't think about this season that I'm in that I have been for the last five years. And I didn't think for one second about celebrating the things that I've achieved within that. And that made me feel really sad for myself, I guess, is a way of putting that, that I just felt like, you know what, I really, really should be more kind to myself and make sure that I have greater direction. So I hope that made sense. And I hope that if you haven't met my husband, you don't think he's terrible because he's not. He is seriously awesome. But I think what happens when, number one, we don't involve our spouses in our goals and we're not really clear about them is that it's hard for other people to see our successes and where they come from and the work that is involved in those successes. And it's also hard for us to see them too. It's also hard for us to celebrate them. And it's interesting because my response, the one after my initial response to my husband was, wow, I can't believe I just said that because I am living the greatest dream of my life right now, um, to be a mother, to educate my children, um, and some of the goals, like the mini goals within that, um, are to, you know, work every day to inspire them, to create an environment where, which is frugal enough so that um, we can afford for me to stay home with my kids. Um, that wasn't always the case when. My son was um really young. I did you know a lot of part time work here and there until we kind of reached a point in our lives where where I could afford to be home with them full time um, and so there are so many things like that that you know I just didn't realize and it's funny how sometimes the things that are most important to us and that are actually most valuable to us, can really slip under our radar of the things that we should be proud of, too. And I was talking to my sister about this. She said, you know, motherhood is one of those things that's really easy to not feel proud of. Like, it's it's the best job in so many ways because it is so fulfilling to watch, um, like, little people that you've literally brought into this world out of your body just doing things that you're so immensely proud of that you're facilitating every single day and it's the best and there's so many things in life well maybe not so many things but there's so many things in our lives that can be just the best that if we're not celebrating then why the heck are we doing them and so yeah I just want to put that out there as a reminder to all of us to think about first of all what do you value in your life? And are you doing a great job of celebrating your successes in that area? And that might be something that's really easy to change. There's some really simple ways that um, that you can celebrate. But again, writing it down is a great tool. Write down what sorts of things you've already accomplished. And then take a minute. Don't make my mistake. And make sure you write down... Um, some long-term goals as well as maybe some shorter-term ones so that when you hit some big moments in your life, when, you, when you've when you achieved things, you can say, you know what, I've been writing that down for years and I just did it. So we're going to go out to dinner or we're going to make a cake and blow out some candles just because we need to honor this moment, whatever it is. So... Um, that is the end for today. I hope that you enjoyed listening. Uh, it's a shorter one today, so didn't take up too much of your time. But I hope that there's some valuable pieces of wisdom in that. Um, and feel free to share it with your friends, um, especially my faces crew. If there's anyone out here that you think would benefit from hearing about ways to just, um, get through the hard seasons, and also celebrate the successes that you do have within those times. Um, Yeah, that'd be appreciated. I always love having people comment as well. So thanks so much, and have a great day.